Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Black Jewish Queen live chat on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. I am glad that you are listening in today. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about my position as it stands on how and when and if I will be returning to Israel. And I will also be talking a little bit about the book that I am soon to release. Um, But before I go into that, I want you to just stick around. Stay tuned in. Think on a couple of those things I just said, and also I'll be talking a little bit about some current events that's going on um, in our world today. So just hang in there. Stick around. After this commercial, um, we'll get into today's discussion. Thanks for tuning in. From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of his creation and what does a metaphysical god have to do with you and the creation around you you are a very big piece of a huge puzzle the metaphysical god in relation to his creator from author dr denise gotatis is available on amazon order your copy right now Judge us me river kingdom, me no hide the truth from my people. Hey, select I, please give them their reading. Me a thank The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every single song, we must be the Lord. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every single song. We must live in love. We broke up his jaws with hatred. Look at what is happening right on the world. Gabriel, Karahia, Maladunia. Our Lord is watching to get this letter. Stop travel I said, let us live in love. Nina Kulu Akwana. The Lord is watching. He's watching on us. In every situation, we must live in love. The Lord is watching, He's watching on us. In every situation, we must live in love. Gabriel, Basel, Kalina, Sibu, Wow, but the religion in our let us know that we are one, one flesh. One blood, one country, we are all made in the image of God. Hey, hey. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every single song, we must be the Lord. 
Introducing the Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me in CRS Radio, the Black Jewish Queen live chat. And today, I will be updating everyone who is curious to know um, my update about Israel, when I will return and or if I will return. And um, I'm also going to be talking a little bit about my upcoming book. Okay, so um, first, um, I just want to touch upon um, the discussion I've had with many, if and when um, I'm going to return to Israel. And um, as it um, so happens, um, before we left Israel, me and my family, um, it was some difficulty, I would say, with um, some of the paperwork. And um, I'm happy to say that the paperwork itself, uh, the complications, I will say, within that paperwork that was not accepted by um, the Israeli government, I'm happy to say in the new shul that I am in, um, that that paperwork, it has been straightened out. Um, there um, had been rabbis uh, that came from out of town to my shul, and um, they um they helped uh with that situation um i'm very very appreciative of the rabbis that did come from out of town um just especially for us and not only did they come out of town um they did apologize for uh some of the things that had happened when i was in israel um i learned a lot during the time I was there, I lived in remote uh, Beersheba, and this is southern Israel. I learned a lot. Um, there was a lot of supportive people. Um, you know, I'm shouting out to uh, Vivian and Seymour Dyson. They were awesome people to me while I was living in Beersheba. We were wondering, hey, are we going to get, you know, this paperwork right today, you know, um, because a certain signature on there that they did not like on the various paperwork that I did have, uh, that we did have, um, we had to um, change because uh, some of the things were not acceptable as far as, um, how can I put it, as far as certain um, rabbis in the United States that are not accepted in Israel as it is accepted here in the United States. And I'm going to just leave it at that. But um, all I can say about that is we um, we managed to um, get, you know, um, this issue um, straightened out. Um, and um, I really am appreciative uh, while we were in Israel, of all of the people that stepped up and helped us. I mean, when you are going through um, a difficult situation that is beyond your control, um, you really can tell who your true friends are and who are not. 
and uh, Vivian and Seymour. Um, Vivian, she went above and beyond because she was our real estate agent over there, and she helped get, you know, the condominium for us and everything that we lived in, me and my family, but um, she went above and beyond, her and her husband, Seymour. They are some awesome people. She's an awesome real estate agent in Beersheba, Israel. I just wanted to give her a shout-out, and so was the rabbi, the rabbi there at um, – Eshel Abraham, Rabbi Even Ben David. Um, we say hello, and um, he was an awesome rabbi over there because the whole network of the people, my experience with the people in Beersheba, the people that were there for um, my family, um, they went above and beyond, even the advocacy ad, groups. I mean, they went above and beyond, and I'm very appreciative of them. But at the same time, um, of course, everybody is familiar with the bureaucracy. You have to dot your T's, uh, cross your T's, and dot your I's, in other words. And, you know, that's a whole different story within itself because if you try to um, immigrate from within Israel, it's a whole different ball, grant, ball game than trying to immigrate, you know, into Israel when you are in the United States, UK, or Australia, or South Africa, or anywhere in the world. It is better at times to, um, you know, have it together before you go. And um, I'm happy to say, though, that the complications that were there in my paperwork, um, these things, everything was redone um, to make everything official and everything recognizable um, for the Israeli government. And believe it or not, I had to redo everything. Before on the program, I might have told my story about why and what, what am I doing, you know, being Jewish? Why am I Jewish? Everything and all of these other questions that arose by many people. And see, um, I was, you know, in the beginning, you know, what led me to it was I was different inquiries before I knew of any type of Jewish heritage from other people. And then my grandmother, she told me a little bit of some things. And see, I was raised Christian. I was raised Christian uh, with my grandma, but she told me about something that was lost. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind going getting my heritage back of what, you know, I want to find out about this. I want to dig deeper because many people had, you know, approached me earlier on. That's what led me on, you know, this journey. And there's a whole <laughs> another story into the whole thing. And then, you know, I had taken some trips to Israel alone and um, I dug up some things and met people before, met others before I had, you know, um, tried to um, find out other things. I found out a whole lot of things, but by the time I came back and I had found out a lot of information, uh, I was going to bring some of it to my grandmother because I wanted to show her. But it turned out I was in the Chicago airport on my way from, I think it was Wisconsin, because that's where I lived at, at the time. Um, we ha I had my log cabin. We had a log cabin there. Um, 
I was flying to show her the information that I did find out when I visit Israel a couple of times because she was talking about her Ethiopian grandmother. And there were some things that I was learning about, went on tours, um, went and met some of the people in Demona and everything, you know, just different things that I researched and I had found out. And then I did some research with an Orthodox rabbi in New York, and um, he was gathering the information and trying to help me trace things back. And so what happened was he says, well, you know, um, we can't, we, you are, but then there's some things you're not, but you are. I said, oh, no, Rabbi Ariel, forget it. What I'll do here, you take the donation for the, the Orthodox Shul there, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to start from scratch, and I'm going to um, convert. And that's what I told them, because um, this was an Orthodox rabbi in the state of New York, and they help you prove um, your lineage, your Jewish heritage. Although I had found a whole lot of things from my family, believe it or not, my sister, she might be listening in, I had found a whole lot of, um, I dug up a lot, and I went on the Jewish genealogy site. And I did find some things, and I did take it, you know, what I could find to the rabbi. But as going back, when I had went to Israel the first two or three times, the first time I had ever been there, um, I was going, I was touring. I was going on a tour, and um, I I think Chief, his name is Chief. He's known as Chief, and, and, you know, and he took people, you know, he took, we, he took us on tours and um, showed us, you know, the different fortresses and everything. And we went, even went to Hebron where um, Abraham is laid to rest in Hebron. And it was a beautiful experience. And I met a whole lot of other people. Um, Sheikh um, Aid, I would say, that was a good experience. Um, good dome with Sheikh Aid, that was a good experience, and a lot of other friends. Um, I stayed with a school teacher, too, that taught in the schools over in the Bersheva. They were uh, Bedouins, and so I stayed like a month, and, you know, it was a very wonderful and good experience with everybody there in Bersheva and Demona. But um, at the same time, I was just gathering information. I was on my computer researching our last name and everything with the Jewish genealogy, all of the information during that year. This was probably around 2015. And I gathered all of that information, and I tried to put I put what I could together because I, at the same time, I was talking to my grandmother on the phone. She was in the hospital at the time, and I think my mother was taking care of her. And so after I had finished my little trips, because I know my grandmother, she was really, really sick, and I gathered all that I could, and then I um, I told her about it, and I told her, I want to bring you some so I could talk to you. I'm going to come and visit you, and, I, you know, I love you, Mama, because I used to call her Mama. And um, I gathered that information. I went, was about to get on the airplane, um, and... Um, 
I was about to get on the airplane, and when I was about to get on the airplane, um, my plane was late. My plane got late. And so I ran to the other end of the airport. And Chicago Airport O'Hare is big, you know, because I had like an hour layover. And so after I had done everything, gathered the information, half the hour layover, the plane was late getting to O'Hare. And so I had to run to my gate. And I had almost made it. I ran to the gate. And the plane, they had already closed the gate. So I had missed that airplane. And um, and when I was missing that airplane, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, what is wrong with me? I am out of breath. I said, I better go sit down. And for that split second, I lost my breath. I could not breathe. I could not. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I better get my heart rate down because I feel like I am about to pass out. They had rescheduled my airplane and everything, and I don't know what this was. I don't know whether it was anxiety attack or what have you. But I did lose my breath, and I sat down quietly. And then when I was able to speak because it took my voice away at that same, at this time, it took my voice away. And I called, I got on my phone and I could barely, barely talk. I tried to call one of my family members who said, are you okay? Hey, are you? I'm like, you know, I could hardly talk. My voice, my throat, my everything, it was gone. My breath was gone. I never really went into detail about this and never told the family about this on the way to visiting my grandmother. But now they know if they're listening in. And then, um, needless to say, after this, um, I think someone realized, hey, what's wrong with her? Something is wrong with her. And they came and said, hey, ma'am, you need help? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, something's going on here. They called the um, ambulance, and I went. They they took vitals, they did all this stuff, and they rushed me to a hospital in um, Chicago. And at this time, this was around 20, this was in 2015, and they checked everything. They checked my heart, they checked everything, because, you know, as some of you guys know, my friends out there, you know about the murmur, the heart thing I was born with, I was with like a little murmur and everything but you know they checked everything God, everything was okay so I said you know they delayed my flight but my I call my mother they delay my flight but I'm getting ready to get on the plane so I can see mama and she says hey you know what I'm so sorry but um you're too late she she's gone she's already gone and so I was like Good grief. You know, I was shocked. My grandmother, she was gone before I could even show her what I found. Because when I remember we were, when she was there, she was well in her house, and I was showing her these National Geographic um, pictures of the Ethiopian Jews and everything. And, you know, she was talking to me, too, because she was talking to me about her grandmother, Anita, and she was saying um, those people, she was telling me that they were really, really holy people. They were all white, 
and they would always, they were just holy. They would always, um, you know, uh, reverence God. They were always, and I don't know how we got on the subject, but it was something about bells that was put on this people because they had an Ark of a Covenant or something in there in this building. And there was a string of the bells and the priests were supposed to go in there and they were supposed to keep themselves clean. And she would always tell me a woman cannot, um, a woman should not be where a priest is standing, especially when she's on her monthly thing because they can't you know they can't um they that it's not it's not good you know just the general customs of some of the people but anyway we did get on the subject of the bells the priest going into this building by a string and if the priest that you know they held them by the string i guess some of the stories that her grandmother uh told her and when the if the priest didn't come out if 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 he dropped, <laughs> that's why they had the string so they could pull him out of the place where he was in. And so, you know, it was just stories like this. And then I was showing her, oh, look, you know what? These are the Ethiopian Jewish people that are in Israel and all of this. You know, we had a good discussion because what brought the discussion about was because there was people from one guy from France and his wife, they were both from France. They they were asking me, hey, you know, what, what's your nationality? Because you don't seem like you're, you're really here. You're really from the United States. I'm like, yes, you know, yes, I was born. I was born here in the United States. They're like, oh, well, you know, ask your grandmother what you guys have because, you know, it seemed like, you know, it's more to you than this. And it was not only him, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, I just gaffed these things off because I've, I've lived so many different places. I lived in California, you know. I was raised in California, Los Angeles, you know. And then coming from Kansas with a Kansas accent and going to California and then getting raised there, everybody always asked me, hey, are you from the islands? Are you from Jamaica? Are you from you know, any of these places, which um, come to find out in my ancestry tree, there is islands like Costa Rica, where my family come from, even the Caribbean. So see, Caribbean uh, radio show is fitting. But, in you know, even in high school, you know, this is why I gaffed it off. There was another girl in my high school, and one of the guys, he had a crush on me as, a you know, in high school, and this other lady, she was actually from Trinidad, and she, they said, oh, my gosh, you guys look exactly alike. And I'm like, they're like, are you from the islands? I just kept getting that in high school. So you know what, I, it, that's why I kind of, I brushed everything off. And so needless to say, this guy, though, he, I told him that my grandmother said we're Ethiopian, French, and Blackfoot Indian. And what happened, he's like, no, no, the Ethiopian, you better check it out because, you know, you might have Jewish heritage. And, you know, I kind of brushed it off. But I brushed it off. It was We were living in New York at the time. I lived on Governor's Island for two years <laughs> yeah, because um, my husband, he had served in the Coast Guard before the Marine Corps. And so what happened, I had kind of brushed these things off. 
and then um, I moved on, and I moved to Wisconsin. And when I got to Wisconsin, um, I um, went to a yard sale. I kept getting approached like this by random people. That's what got me into searching out, hey, what are you? It was this time around, it was I went to a yard sale with two ladies, and the two ladies, you know, I had no way of knowing that they were Ashkenazi Jewish ladies. And so what happened, I, um, what happened, I, I went to their yard sale and I got some things. And one of the ladies said, you know what, I know you're a sister. I said, oh, really? I said, yeah, I'm a sister. I said, yeah, I'm a sister. Hi. And then I just got what I needed and left. I'm like, hmm, that's really weird. And then I, like, you know, I ran out of this nice wallpaper that I'm putting on my walls. Let me go back and get some more. And so they were still having their yard. So I went back and I got more. And they said it again. I know you are a sister. And I said, okay. This is getting weird. What do you mean, you know, I'm a sister? What what does it mean? And they said, you know, um, we know you're Jewish. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) And I said, okay, this is enough of this. Let Let me call my grandmother and find out what exactly is going on here. Because how is this? How is this, you know, how is this possible? Well, needless to say, I asked my grandmother. My grandmother told this story about her grandmother, about Holly Selassie, about the Ethiopian Jews, about, you know, something she she was saying when she was little that she would get sat down and he would sit her down and tell her stories about um, about the people, the people, the Israel, the people, you know, the Israelis, the people, the the being, you know, how, um, how, you know, singing in a strange land, you know, all of these things, you know, she was just sitting there talking to me. And then I got some sports, I mean, not sports, but what do you call it? National Geographic magazines where they were talking about the Ethiopian Jews. I started showing my grandmother all these pictures and she's like, oh yeah, the people in white, they, they, they were white. They were just white. They were a holy people. They were real holy people. And she says, you know, and she used to just tell, take people when she was here, when she was alive. I remember she used to have everybody that came from all over because I know they lived in Louisiana and Arkansas. And she said that she would invite people from miles and miles around to come and to eat. She would cook for everyone, and they lived on a huge farm. This is what I remember her saying about my grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, and they would talk to her about Israel, and that's what I remember getting from her. But we, I didn't get it all, <laughs> but it's, it's a whole lot more to the story with also the research. But, yes, um, for the uh, Caribbean Jews out there that are listening, and, yes, I had pulled up um, Caribbean, the, in my bloodline, um, there are family members that are from the Caribbean, 
um, it shocks me, even Costa Rica. I have a Caribbean in Costa Rica and Brazil. So South America is on as well as um as well as the Middle East, but it's South it's you know, it's it it is Caribbean as well. But it was a it it was a whole lot of history that I did not know about and you know what, to this day I'm still finding out new things. But needless to say Yes, that's what led me to do what I'm doing. Um, there was a New York rabbi, but I went to Jewish genealogy, and I had pulled up a whole lot of things. I even found a headstone because at one point, my grandma, um, there, there was a name change. It was a name change, guys, before Ward, if you're listening in, cousins. It was a name change before Ward, which you guys already are aware of that that there was a name change. And so, it, I mean, the story goes on and on. But at the same time, it led me anyways to come and to do that conversion with that Rabbi Ariel. And when um, I told Rabbi Ariel in New York, he was Orthodox, I was like, well, you know what, I need to find out how I can um, just go ahead and do this because we were in between Wisconsin and California at the time anyways. Because <laughs> my grandmother, she lived in California. She lived, you know, in South Central L.A. So um, I kept going and I went forward and um, we tried to find, you know, uh, rabbis. We didn't, you know, we didn't know at the time that um, there were certain, you know, rabbis in other words, that um, had people um, learning in their shuls that were qualified for um, people making Aleah to Israel. And so, you know, we thought, you know, we didn't know that whether there was a good list or a bad list of people who you can, you know, go to or not. I mean, at the time, I didn't know the difference between Reformed conservatives and Orthodox. I had no clue. I just wanted to regain um, what was lost, you know, especially, too, after my grandma. You know, she passed. She was always a praying woman. She prayed for the whole family, no matter what. But um, at the same time, my grandmother, she was, you know, she she was a Christian. She, you know, stayed in the church and everything. But um, she did tell me about her grandmother, the, you know, what they were, what they were. And I think what they were, they were Ethiopian Jews, but, you know, she never told, you know, she, she never felt the need to tell any one of us this, you know, about this. I'm the one that, you know, come and approached her and asked. So <laughs> me and her, we just kept talking and, you know, I, I shared some of the stuff with my mom, with, you know, everybody, but I know that, you know, this is what my grandmother, you know, this is the direction that she had chose to be. But anyways, I went on ahead and I um, re, redid everything again. Um, I tried to get everything together um, for conversion. That's how I came up um, in convert in conversion. And so um, I didn't know that there were some acceptable uh, people, rabbis, or non-acceptable, but, you know, some are, you know, everybody, you know, the legitimate rabbis, but at the same time, Israel don't accept 
everyone's conversions. They want it done a certain way. So, hey, this is where we were at. And so this is what caused the situation when I was in Beersheba, Israel. The reason why I had come back to the United States Um and um, I'm glad it was a right decision because there was a lot of things that I needed to go back and get. And, you know, um, now the question is, hey, am I returning? Um, yes, I am. I am returning um, to Israel at a later date. Um, but um, I'm making sure that everything is in order. Um, if everything is not in the correct order that it is supposed to be in, which um, I'm on the, you know, right road, the paperwork is, you know, everything is straightened out. Um, I made sure that, um, you know, it, it would be acceptable. You know, Israel, the, the show that I go to is acceptable to Israel, and I'm happy to say that my rabbi is awesome. And <laughs> he's awesome. He's, his wife and this, his wife, she's a cantor. But this rabbi, he's very awesome, and um, he had been in contact with the rabbi that we had in Beersheba, Israel, uh, Rabbi Ethan Ben David, and he was, you know, they're pretty awesome people. But needless to say, um, I think um, the the – the, the way that everything was presented when the visiting rabbis came, we really appreciated. Um, we appreciated, you know, everything. We appreciated the apology uh, because we did go through a lot of bureaucracy. Um, I won't even go in the details of it. I know some of you out there, you already know, like um, Yoki, you already know what we uh, endured. Um, Vivian, you know what we endured. Evelyn, Barack, uh, you know what we endured. Um, but I'm happy to say, you guys, I know you might be listening in Israel, and I'm happy to say that um, it is, everything is straight now. And um, hopefully I will be coming back within the, probably, um, I'm hoping, uh, the next year. And um, I'm hoping right now my cantor at the shul that I am attending now, um, she is teaching us um, the biblical Hebrew, the writing of Hebrew and everything, and it's awesome. And I'm taking, I'm getting in and absorbing as much information as I can. Um, it's, um, it's been a um, journey. Um, during the journey, you know, one thing I could say is when there is difficulty, you know who your friends are and you know who are not your friends. Because, I mean, um, people, they never know, they never have an idea of what you're going through. And the friends that I did have in Israel the ones that stuck it out with me, not even understanding and not even knowing the details of the situation. Um, I am very, very appreciative of you and the friends that I did lose contact with and the ones that were with me in the beginning and I lost contact with. Um, I'm appreciative of you, but, you know, guys, you had no idea what, 
all was going on. And during that time, I was writing the book, The Metaphysical God, in relation to its creation. I was going through all of these interviews and doing a lot of stuff. And it was so much going on that I had, I'm guilty of losing track of some people and some of uh, the friendships that I did have. Um, But it didn't mean that I hate you or didn't think about you, but that's what happened. And we, you know, I was, we were going through a whole lot of stuff that I would have, you know, talked about, but I'm like, I don't want to put this on everyone. So needless to say, we did make the choice to come back. Um, we will be back, but Evelyn and <laughs> um, Evelyn and Herbie and Vivian, Vivian and Seymour and Yoki. Um, it will be more um, organized. It's going to be the way that we should have came in the first place. So um, it was a lot going on, but at the same time, this was. This is the update um, with um, my Israel um, situation. Um, I am looking to go back um, and to, you know, be a um, be a um, plus to the society there. I mean, everybody in uh, Beersheba that we met, um, you guys are awesome. Um, we had an experience. I mean, you know. Um, it was a it it was a very very good experience uh, with everyone. Um. So anyway, <laughs> that is just an update. And now I wanted to touch a little bit about um, the current events, and I want to touch a little bit about my book. And you know the um, current events that is happening. Um, I'm switching. You guys, I'm just switching switching modes here. The current events that's happening, I want to just, I'm going to touch on that. But you know what? Before I touch on that and before I go any further, what I want to do is I'm going to go to a commercial break really fast. And when we come back, I'm just going to touch upon the current situation that is happening um, around us. And, you know, um, What's going on here? I know, you know, in the Caribbean, there's a lot of news. It's, you know, it's a lot of news all over the place. And it's not good news. I wanted to go into some current events when we come back. And, you know, I wanted to um, talk a little bit about how my book is tied in with the current events that's going on here around the world, the current events, the the horrible things that's going on, and how it ties in with the Caribbean, how it ties in with the United States, how it ties in with the U.K., how it ties in with everywhere, Australia, and how it ties in with Israel. When we come back um, after this commercial break. Hello, it's Shalom, Chat This is Dr. Denise Bocadis, metaphysician, philosopher, and psychotherapist. I am one of the hosts of the chat room with Billy and friends. I'm also the host of the Black Jewish Queen live chat. I am here to announce another good friend of Billy Tappan and friends, the writer of The Matrix and Terminator, the original Oracle Hearts 
himself, sci-fi writer, Oscar, and award-winning Sophia Stewart. Did you know that Sophia Stewart has a lineup of fantastic books available, especially for those who love and enjoy her written work of The Matrix and The Terminator movies? If you love these movies, you will love her books. Her latest book is quite exciting for those who love The Matrix. It is called The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4. That is The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4. In this book, Sophia Stewart talks about cracking the genetic code. This is a must-read for those who love The Matrix and The Terminator. I am happy to announce this book is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble Bookstores, it is also a recommended book on Goodreads, along with her other best-selling five-star books. Number one, The Third Eye. Number two, The Mother of the Matrix. Number three, Matrix Trivia, all written by Sophia Stewart. These books are popular, and they are selling fast. Order your copy today. Don't forget, Sophia Stewart's books are available on Amazon sold at your local Barnes & Noble bookstores. You can even purchase her book on Goodreads. You can also visit her webpage at thetruthaboutmatrix.com. That is thetruthaboutmatrix.com. Order yours before supply runs out. The choice is yours. The blue pill or the red pill. Chat with you soon, your people. Bye-bye. Welcome back, everybody. Um, You're listening to CRS Radio, the Black Jewish Queen live chat. I was just talking about my Israeli update. (laughs) And if you missed it, you have to go back and listen to it because I talked a little bit about um, why I went to Israel in the first place and um, is it my decision to go back. Um, considering how we had to come back and redo things. So, anyways, needless to say, I'm going to talk a little bit about the current events that is happening in that now um, and how it relates to my book. 
I have I am in the process right now of uh publishing a new book. And the title of this book is a Tikkun Olam How to Book. And before we took the break, I was saying how would a Tikkun Olam How to Book apply to what's going on in the world today? I believe that this would be much needed. Tikkun Olam, it means healing the world. And in light of what we're seeing in the news today, um, recently, um, I just seen something that is just horrific. Um, people are um, doing mass shootings. Um, we are. We, I've just listened to a mass shooting in Texas. The sad thing about it is. Um, eight people were killed, including the gunman, and, and seven were injured. And, you know, um, something um, has got to give because, I mean, in the middle of what has been happening with this mass shooting, uh, they took the life of a five-year-old kid. And we're living in a society where people are not really given a darn about each other, and they're not even caring about kids. It's no regard for life. And, you know, in in, in just, just this hour, this same hour that this has happened in Texas about this mass shooting that killed eight people and injured seven people, there's also a report of a driver who rammed his car into a whole lot of people. And there's actually seven people dead because he decided to run his car into and hit a crowd of people at a Texas bus stop. You know, you have to wonder when will a lot of this nightmare end. And, you know, I always say, it won't end. It's not going to end with us. It, I mean, it starts with us. It starts with us as individuals. Um, the last book that I wrote about, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation, it gives people an idea of how to relate to the creator, how to know that there is a creator who is omnipresent. He is all around us, and he's the one and only true living uh, God that there is. But um it, it it taught people i mean in the book the first book it tells people of how to relate to god how to relate to creation how to think you know how they are a part of that puzzle piece but this next book the Tikkun Olam how to book it is going in more depth of how we should treat each other because this is how it ties into the current events I mean, we don't know the story or what's going on in the head of these people that are just murdering others. We don't know what happened in their life to cause them um, to do these things to other people, to cause harm to other people. But, I mean, we could just about guess because nothing that is wrong um, in a person's life when they're having a bad day, it doesn't justify 
uh, taking another person's life, especially innocent uh, children, you know. Um, something has happened to the world around us, and it is not, it's not for the best. It's not good. Whatever causes this change um, in people, um, it needs to be dealt with because I believe firmly that whatever it is that we're dealing with is not of this world. It's spiritual. It's something of another world that we're dealing with, but it's extremely evil, and it's, you know, it's an it's really, really evil. And this evil is jumped inside of some of the people who cannot control um, their anger, basically. I mean, what is going to cause another person to disregard the life of another person? When you think about it, that person, they're valuing their life. And why can't, you know, they look beyond themselves and value somebody else's life? Well, the Tikkun Olam how-to book, which coming out, it's to heal the world. That's basically what Tikkun Olam means. And in the book, I'm going to be going, like, into interpersonal relationships, um, the ones you should try to stick in and the ones you should probably avoid and the how all of this though is not just about us it's about the one who created us who knows our insides and our outsides he knows how we function and so in everything that we do in everything that we speak in everything that we try uh that living god he should be included in that before we even take an action he is the one that should be included into that because if a creator created you, he knows how you function. He knows how you are going to react to things. He knows how to take care of you. He knows how you need things, and he's able to supply that need. But first, you have to apply, put him in the in the beginning of everything that you are trying to do in order for that thing to be successful. And this is why I am coming out with this book. It's not just dealing with just you as an individual, how you by yourself are relating to the world around you. It's going to be dealing with you putting that extra thing in there, which is the creator. We should all put him in and include him before we attempt to make decisions and do things before we even do things. I mean, so this is partially how um, this book, this is the way the book is developing. It's, de- it's going to develop. I won't give it all away, but this is to give you a general idea of the next book that I have that is shortly going to come out, and it will be very, very soon. But in this regard, um, the current events, we have gotten a way of how to treat each other. And, you know, um, events like this 
when there's mass killings of individuals, um, you know that um, there needs to be an intervention. And, you know, I always say this, you know, some people, they're like, ah, not so much. But it's always, I always say this, that um, we should always, um, hope for Mashiach because Mashiach, Mashiach, the Messiah, is God's representative, and He will bring a peace on the earth, and He will know how to deal with the things that everybody is at a loss with dealing with, and so this these things will come on a worldwide scale, and that the evil that it will be done away with. And see, in order to do that, though, like I say in my previous book, The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation, we are each puzzle pieces, and we play an important part. Every little thing that you do, it matters. It matters. And so I hope that everyone, you will be pleasantly surprised with the next book that is coming out, um, the Tikkun Olam how-to book. And when you do um, get this book, um, I want you to just, it's like a follow-up of the metaphysical God in relation to his creation because it helps with your interpersonal relationships with everybody else. But unlike some books out there, this book, it stresses just like the metaphysical God in relation to his creation. It stresses you before you make any decision, before you do anything, put your creator first. He knows how you tick. He knows how you work. And he is the best one to take care and solve some problems when you pray for him. He may not feel like he's around you, but he is everywhere. And that is my point with the metaphysical God in relation to his creation. And it's also my point with the next book that's coming out because our current events, everything, everyone, everything that's going on, it's unexplainable, it's sad, and something, the creator, I pray he will just, um, you know, he will intervene. He will intervene because, you know, this world, it's getting totally, totally crazy. And so I will be right back after this. Thank you. 
Welcome to CRS Radio, the Black Jewish Queen live chat. Um, We were talking about the current events, y'all, because the current events, it's horrible what's happening in many different places. You know, um, with all of the evil, the mass shootings, the rioting, everything, the wars, and, you know, you hear all kinds of rumors of wars everywhere, you know that something bad in the atmosphere is going on. And you know what? A lot of my friends, I would say one friend in particular, um, his brother, he was a doctor, And he told people he actually helped President Trump when he caught COVID. And when there was no, um, how shall I put it, it wasn't no no cure, in other words. Um, Dr. Zev Zelenko. Frank Zelenko is still calling out to everybody um, about, COVID-19, if you had gotten the COVID-19 shot, he is still uh, telling people if you're having adverse effects from this particular shot, well, they have a combination of things on his site. I do know that the vitamin that they have, the supplement is called V-Stat. And you can go on his site anytime. It's Frank Zelenko. You could also look Frank Zelenko up on Twitter because they talk, they have a lot of information about those who had the adverse side effects from the shots. They do have a, a series of vitamins that you can take in order to um, prevent any further damage to your system. So once again, it is Z-Stack. And you could um, find Frank Zelenko. Sometimes you could find him on Twitter or you could find him even on Facebook. Uh, they do a lot of the, their shows. Uh, it's called The Nation of Israel with um, ZV Lipschitz and Frank Zelenko because I found a lot of their material very, very interesting. What intrigued me about Um, this was uh, the people who did have the side effects from the shots. There was a lot of healthy 20-year-old athletes 
who came down and had heart attacks. And so um, I don't, you know, um, they were saying something about this being linked to uh, this COVID vaccine. And I, I pray that it's not, but in any event, you know, I pray and we would all hope, even Frank, he hopes because he, you know, he's a good person. Um, Dr. Zevzalenko, he uh, passed away a few months ago, but his brother is still uh, doing a great job in carrying on that legacy of telling um, about uh, the truth. He told many people, hey, you don't have to get this uh, immunization. You can, if you catch COVID, you could take uh, a series of things. And you know what? I, I'm one of the persons, I caught COVID before, and Frank, he kept me on the telephone until I got all my medication. It only took three days to knock that sucker out. But I did, I caught COVID right before I went to Israel. And my friend Frank, he stayed on the phone with me and everything. And, um, you know, um, they, they really, they're really doing a good job and informing people about the series of vitamins and all of these other things that they could take to keep their immune system strong. And the other day he was just talking about, you know, how zinc, how his brother pushed zinc out there and helping people uh, to get over some of these illnesses and some of the new illnesses that are coming up. So, um Anyway, I think um, he's a very good person to follow. If you could get him on Twitter, Frank Zelenko, you would not be sorry. And also, you could also catch sometimes their programs. Um, their programs come on YouTube. It comes on Rumble and everything. Uh, the Nation of Israel is a really good program out there, you know, for all of you guys who are listening in the Caribbean and in the United States and in Israel. Israel really knows, you know, uh, these programs that are coming on. And not only that, we have a lineup of a lot of good programs on CRS Radio because the chat reel is going to be coming up tomorrow at 8 p.m. It's going to be with Billy Tappan, the chat reel with Billy and Friends. He's going to be talking about a good, I mean, a good amount of stuff. And his guest is going to be Thaddeus. He's coming on at 8 p.m. And then I believe tonight at 8 p.m. this Sunday, I think TJ, uh, TJ, R&B Chat, that program, it comes on after my program Sundays at 8 p.m., I believe. And then you have on Tuesday, you have the president of Motown Alumni Association, Mr. Billy Wilson himself. And this is Motown Alumni and Legends with Billy and Billy. And um, their shows are, the show is phenomenal. He's getting a lot of Motown celebrities uh, to come on there. Um, sometimes it's new artists that are coming on, and sometimes it's uh, not so new artists that are coming that's coming on. 
So anyways, it's Tuesdays, and I'm on there with them as well. And at times I'm on the chat real, but I urge you to, you know, watch, but listen to both programs. I mean, we have a good lineup of a lot of good programs with the R&B Soul Chat with um, Robin as well, and then you got Comedy Chat. Danny, oh, my goodness, she is so funny. You will be amazed at uh, the material that she has. Uh, CRS Radio has a lot of good things. The General is coming on in Jamaica, and um, he is excellent. A lot, lot, lot of songs, I mean, Everybody, this uh, program, this uh, station is growing. Because, uh, see, um, there's there's an island talk with Howard. I mean, Howard Hendricks, he does a lot of uh, good, he has a lot of good information. That's why we're now calling CRS Radio, the network knowledge station, because you're going to be getting a whole lot of variety of stuff that is coming at you and a lot of promotional things. And to my understanding, it is still on. We will be trying to bring Motown to uh, the land of Israel. Um, so it's it's going to be a very, very uh, good thing for everyone. It's going to be something for everyone. Um, even if you speak the English language, it's going to be Spanish language programs that are going to be coming your way as well. So, um, you know, everyone, you know, you try to listen in, and if you want to donate in, if you want to promote your stuff, you know, there's um, different slots that are open. And even for those who want uh, to extend their platform, and become a radio host with CRS Radio, um, I'm pretty sure that uh, we will be having discussions about adding to the uh, to the network. So um, at any rate, <laughs> we are coming right back around to the Black Jewish Queen live chat. And today, yes, I did talk about my position as it stands of how and when I will be returning to Israel. If you missed the everything that I said, I kind of explained, kind of give you a little bit of insight of why I was, why I'm going to Israel in the first place and am I returning? I mean, when I was in Israel, guys, I loved it. I loved it. It was the most perfect temperature. The people were very nice. Uh, the culture is awesome. And, you know, my favorite part about the culture of Israel, it was God was in the middle of everything, and he was in everything. But at the same time, it was a little hectic. But I won't go into it again, but you have to like when – the program, and you have to just re <laughs> replay it, and you will hear a little bit about my story. But um, I also want to let you guys know the Tikkun Olam how-to book is coming out. And keep your eyes and your ears open. I will be announcing my new book really, really soon. 
Um, it's been an interesting uh, program, to say the least. Um, I hope that uh, you guys join me next time, uh, next time, because I'm hoping we were supposed to be soon having a presidential candidate for um, to come on the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat and to kind of give a little bit of what they are standing for for their run. Um, I will be checking in that this week. Um, I believe that uh, presidential candidate was Asa Hutchinson. Um, I'm hoping that uh, soon we will be able to talk to Asa Hutchinson of Arkansas and see why he would like to run for the President of the United States. So everybody keep your eyes and ears open. We're hoping to get that particular interview pulled in. So stand by. <laughs> um, stand by. Um, I will call and see if I could get the update. I know uh, because he is planning uh, his presidential candidacy that um, the people that are coordinating his campaign, um, they are getting um, his various platforms in place so that maybe we could probably have Mr. Asa Hutchinson on here to talk about a little bit of what he stands for in the upcoming presidential race. And um, following him, hopefully we can get uh, even more candidates on here because I know um, Billy Tappan, he was looking into possibly, um, well, he, President Trump is tied up now, but probably looking into getting President Trump in on here, believe it or not. So uh, just CRS Radio, uh, the Knowledge Station, we're doing a lot of great things. A lot of great things is coming up. I want you to just hook yourself in there. Stay tuned in here because we got something for everybody. So <laughs> needless to say, um, I know that we're rounding out on the end of our hour together. We only meet, guys, once a week. And I'm thankful for everybody that is supportive of the Black Jewish Queen live chat. You know, your comments in the CRS radio, on Facebook, the blog, it means a whole lot. But at the same time, if any one of you in the Caribbean that are listening in, you have a suggestion for a program for the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat. If there's any Caribbean Jews who want to chime in that is listening in, even from Costa Rica in South America, uh, from all over the Caribbean, Jamaica, um, please uh, drop me a line. Come to the Facebook page and feel free to inbox me, message me, and tell me about your topic. If you sing, Tell me about that, because I would love to have you also as a guest on the show. Of course, we kind of screen everybody, so don't get mad at me, but we really would like your participation because 
This program is just not about me. It's about you. I want to give you the content that you seek and some of the things that you would like to listen in on or talk about or something that concerns you. So if you have any of that, <laughs> don't don't hesitate, you know. Don't be a stranger. Uh, post something. Come on the crsradio.com and post what you would like to see, okay, and post what you would like to know about and post what it is that concerns you because we would like um, to help and to be a blessing to you. Dr. Ev, she works very, very hard in making CRS Radio uh, with the Give Back Jamaica program because she does, she gives the shoes to the children who need shoes in Jamaica that don't even have a pair of shoes to go to school. And I think that what she's doing, it is awesome. It's an awesome uh, charity. You can also go to the Give Back Jamaica um, blog and donate a pair of shoes. I mean, you might have an extra pair of shoes sitting in your closet, or you could give a monetary donation to Give Back Jamaica because it's making a difference for the school children. And, you know, you're helping a little kid have shoes on his feet to go to school. And, um, you know, you could, you could hit her up on, the, um, on her webpage. It's at www.givebackjamaica.org. It's www.givebackjamaica.org. And then if you want to donate something to Dr. Ev for the kids, you know, who are, you know, who need those school shoes, you could um, even email her at givebackjamaica at gmail.com. And that's, that's how you could get in touch with her. But please, my, most of my postings, uh, most of the things, if you want to reach me, um, feel free. I'm going to open up another chat. Guys, don't get mad. If you, get, uh, if you happen to be in a chat and you don't want to be in the chat, you could easily exit. So don't get mad at me. But um, I really would like to hear your participation of, of what you want to see on the Black Jewish Queen live chat. Okay? So anyways, um, I want you all to just have a wonderful week. Stay tuned for the next Sunday's program. Like I said, I'm going to try to get presidential candidate Asa Hutchinson on here, and we will also be a, be trying to get more artists, recording artists, or uh, any issues that pertain to the nation of Israel. Um, any Israeli or anyone in Jerusalem, if you would like to uh, interview, you would like to be a part of the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat and bring your content and talk a little bit about what you do, you are welcome. Inbox me. Um, also on um, Facebook, I, we do have a group. Um, most of the content for CRS Radio, like the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat, I'm going to uh, be posting on crsradio.com, but there is also an alternative because, as you know, our show used to be t called Ariel's Torah Talk. So I do have a page where you could join CRS Radio Black Jewish Queen Live Chat, 
and slash Ariel's Torah talk. But at this time, I want everyone to just take care and um, take care of yourself and tune in next Sunday for another Black Jewish Queen Life chat. And hopefully we will be talking to one of the presidential candidates. And if not, we're going to be talking about something else interesting. So tune in, take care, be blessed, and I will talk to y'all next week.